0: You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast
2: Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 279 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, February 16th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of LockedOnRaptors.com and RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter at WoodleySean. Show's on Twitter as well, Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode. Of course, Locked On Raptors is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which hosts team focused shows for all 30 NBA teams, as well as Locked On Fantasy with Josh Lloyd and Locked On NBA with David Locke. And you can find those all together, as always, on the Locked On NBA iTunes channel, a great resource if you want to check out the local angle for all the big stories going on around the league. Uh, and if you find a show that you like, if you find a host that you dig, make sure you subscribe to the show separately on their own iTunes page. And you can do that with us. Find Lockdown Raptors on iTunes. Leave a rating. Leave a review. It takes no time at all. Uh, and it's very helpful. It, it makes all of our lives easier. It makes us more visible. It makes us more popular. Helps people discover the show. And uh, those are all good things for the ego. So please do that and uh, appreciate it in advance. Alright, on today's show, there's nothing going on with the Raptors. this Friday before the All-Star break, so we're going to talk about the All-Star break a little bit uh, with return guest who, whose appearance on the Mailbag podcast a couple weeks ago was uh, just a resounding success. It's Adithia. How's it going, man?
3: Hey, how's it going, Sean? What's Pre- going on, guys?
2: Pretty good. Happy to have you back. Uh, I don't really have a direction for this. So we'll just uh, talk about All-Star weekend, I suppose. Are you an All-Star fan? Are you a connoisseur? Like what's your sort of like method for watching the weekend?
3: Um I am one of those people who it started semi ironically and quickly turned into sincere appreciation of the or I guess mostly sincere appreciation of the slug game. Right. You now there's a lot always a lot of drama there. That's one of the highlights of the it's uh, one of the highlights of the entire weekend, man. I mean <laughs> Second to none,
2: even. Yeah, I uh, I can't say I ever watched the Celebrity Game live, I don't think. Um, I was in the... Like, when the game was here in Toronto, I was, like, producing a radio show in the convention center right next to where they were holding the game, and I think we had people come over. I think Blake Murphy came over at halftime to give a little update on what was going on. But that was about it. Uh, I Yeah, it's not really my thing. I'm looking at the list of players who are on it, and, like, on first glance, it's, like, not... That big a deal? Like there aren't that many huge names. I think Team Clippers is somehow far more stacked than Team uh, Lakers is. On uh, Team Lakers, oh. you've got Cable, Caleb McLaughlin, who is uh, one of the kids on Stranger Things. You got Jerry Ferrara from Entourage. Someone named Rachel Demita from NBA 2K TV. I don't know who that is. Nick Cannon, who I think is just the milk, milk, most milk toast TV personality in the world. Drew Scott, one of the Property Brothers. Uh, I don't know who Chris Wu is should i know who chris Wu is what, what, what would i know um, from
3: i have no clue but it's i'm um, looking at russia too and if i had to guess probably a youtuber
2: yeah maybe yeah. Who, who the hell is sterling brim and what is ridiculousness because that he is apparently the co-host of a show called ridiculousness which is one of the worst names i've ever heard for any form of entertainment
3: jesus <laughs> sterling brim Sounds like something you'd say to Carmelo Anthony's hats.
2: <laughs> and the podcast is over. Thanks for coming on, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. Uh,
3: Hang on. Chris Chris Wu is Canadian, apparently. Really? Chinese-Canadian Chinese, Chinese Canadian actor, singer, and model, former member of South Korean slash Chinese boy band EXO. Huh. And he is 6'2", which I guess would put him on the taller side for the celeb game.
2: Yeah, most celebrities are pretty short, I think. Uh, What's the Sir Winston Churchill Secondary School? Where the hell is that? That is in oh, it's in Vancouver. Okay, never mind. I thought that might be near me. It is not. Uh, yeah, Chris Wu. Hmm. Okay, that's that. That's a new person I've learned, I don't know who Sterling Brim is. Uh, I just can,
3: googled Sterling Brim. Yeah. Sterling uh, Stila Brim. Yes. Other name Doctor Trill. <laughs> age twenty nine from Chicago.
2: All right. Uh yeah I don't know who he is I guess they have the uh, the celebrity bump with Justin Bieber on that team if he shows up I can't imagine he really cares about this uh, what got kind of, it's such an indignity that Nate Robinson has to play in the celeb game that is uh, truly depressing
3: Candace Bar- Parker too
2: yeah yeah the, the I, f- I feel weird about the women being like the WNBA players being thrown into this game like they're so far ahead of everyone else it doesn't really seem mm-hmm. right uh, Team Clippers is a little bit more uh. Stacked, I guess. Although I don't know who Miles Brown, Brandon Armstrong, or Dasha Polanco are, but uh, I'm sure you, I mean, anyone who's a social media star as Brandon Armstrong is, I'm just a lost cause. I'll never know. Uh, Orange of the New Black is where Dasha Polanco's from. Which, which character is she from that? Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that character is. Uh, Yeah, so the first, but then they have Flea, who is like, it's LA, so of course Flea's there. Andre DeGrasse, who uh, is probably my pick to be MVP. Good Canadian boy, Olympic sprinter. uh, The second fastest man alive. Jamie Foxx, of course. Bubba Watson, who, ugh, I hate Bubba Watson a lot. Common, common. uh, Paul Pierce, gross. Jason Williams, that's fun. White Chocolate, uh, Stephanie Dolson from the WNBA, Wynn Butler, who wins MVP every year, and then Quavo. That's a more celeb-stacked team, right? mm
3: mm-hmm. yeah. It looks like, I mean, I'm on SB Nation Breakdown, but it looks like Paul Pierce and Common are assistant coaches for okay. Katie Nolan. And the other team is Rachel Nichols and assistant coaches Tracy McGrady and Michael B. Jordan.
2: Oh, okay. Why isn't Michael B. Jordan playing? That seems weird.
3: I'm not sure. Maybe, I don't know, maybe he just didn't feel like to get a sweating. <laughs> you know, he's, like, big enough now that he gets to opt out, I guess.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, hey, don't sleep on Win Butler, you know? He's... He's uh, been in a club game before, hasn't
2: he? He's won the MVP, I think, twice before. He won it in Toronto, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, there are other, like, rock band artists that you could probably have instead of Win Butler every year. But, hey, uh, I guess he likes his spot in there. Um, yeah, I... Jamie Foxx. We got him too. What is it you like about the celebrity game? I just find it's like incredibly forced, but you are a connoisseur of it, so give me the pitch.
3: Um, guess the idea for me, you know, you go in knowing it's going to be terrible basketball, but you just, and honestly, even the, um, all the little sideline banter and stuff they have going on in the game is not great either, but I guess it's like when you're in the gym waiting for it, next game to start and you can appreciate just truly terrible god-awful basketball. Right. And you know, hopefully, there's there's usually a couple of opportunities for uh, Sean Freud. Right. Am I pronouncing that right? I think I am. Yeah, I think you're good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm looking at these rosters, man. Um, I have a feel. I mean, in a slug game, you know, it always comes down to coaching. That's the that's what everyone says. Coaching and defense wins celebrity game uh, championships. But <laughs> I mean, even with Paul Pierce on the Clippers sideline here, I don't know. I don't think he can sabotage this roster enough. Yeah. yeah. As I, long as he doesn't get on the floor at any point, which, you know, is you never know in select games. I always pull these weird stunts. I think one year they had Kevin Hart Uh, uh pulled off his whatever coaches. Uh, I think he was coached that one year. Yeah, that was Toronto. That happened in Toronto. Being at halftime. Yeah. And then he came in and played. Did they give him the MVP that year, too?
2: No, that was Ben Butler. My? He ended up winning okay. it. But I think he was on. He was like coaching with Drake or something like that, or against Drake, and then oh, he started playing. Yeah, I remember that. I recall right, it vaguely. Right. Um,
3: There's no Kevin Hart on these rosters now that we met, uh, now they're talking about it. Um, so well, that was gonna be my next question: would, is what are the odds that, up,
2: that Kevin Hart appears in this game? <laughs> because I feel like they're pretty high.
3: I would say 85. You know? <laughs> it's not. It's not worth betting on because you're not. I mean, you're not going to make much money back. The odds are going to be really, uh, really short. I think. Short, right? I'm not a betting person if you couldn't tell.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about betting terms either, except for over under. That's about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the celebrity game, it's a thing. Do you have a pick for who's going to win? I guess Team Clippers you have to go with.
3: Yeah, I mean, you've got, I'm pretty sure Jamie Foxx is good at basketball, too. Um, and then otherwise, you've got uh, Win Butler, obviously. Yeah. And I like that team, man. As long as Paul Pierce doesn't get on the floor, and ruin them like he did the actual Clippers when he was on the floor, <laughs> they're they're a lock.
2: I think Jay, like White Chocolate, being in this game is a a big bonus to Team Clippers as well. Like if we're going former NBA players as like the ringers, Nate Robinson, ugh, not not really doing it for me compared to Jason Williams. So yeah, I think I'm going Team Clippers as well.
3: With the slub game, I think you have to approach from the angle of. Who is gonna be the most disappointing or just like be the worst player on the floor relative to what you might have expected for them or even just in general? Like right. you know, most uh, some years it's been Wale. He's I believe he's a multiple time winner of that dubious honor. <laughs> um, honestly, this is just a this is just a hunch, but I have a feeling Quavo is gonna disappoint at least among like people who are who uh, people know, people are tuning in will recognize.
2: I feel like there's no way Bubba Watson's any good at basketball.
3: Um, like, he's a golfer. No one,
0: yeah.
2: He's probably going to gonna wear good. his stupid visor on the court. Um, it's going to look terrible. I bet he's a lefty, though, because he is a lefty playing golf. So maybe that's like it will add a little sort of flavor to his game. But, no, I, I think he's going to be very bad. I can't see a golfer being any sort of athletic. But, I mean. How maybe. old is he? Uh, Bubba Watson. Let's look this up. Uh, Bubba Watson oh, is. Up. See him. His, your belly is. He's 39. Mm. Yeah, like, just look at him. There's no way he's like ever been on a basketball court.
3: mm mm-hmm.
2: He's
1: got like the oh, he's gonna, the he's gonna throw
3: I'm looking at his face right now. Like this is a man who will be dirty for no good reason. You know? <laughs> He'll be the he's
2: Aaron Baines gonna, of he, this game. He's gonna
3: throw a straight elbow at the Stranger Things kid, and scale's <laughs> <laughs> gonna erupt.
2: Yeah, he'll be like Kelly Olenek, just like unable to control his <laughs> bodily functions and will injure people in the, pro- in the process. Yeah, that, that, that
3: makes sense. Um, Whit Butler is what Kelly Olenek aspires to be on the basketball court. <laughs> And in hair.
0: Oh, man. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
2: Uh, let's move on to the Rising Stars game, shall we? Uh, let's go. The big thing in Toronto this week, to bring it into the Raptors angle of this podcast, is that uh, Ridiculous. there are no Raptors in this game. Honestly, people are getting way too angry about it. And with every injury replacement, there's just been an added layer of intense anger that I think makes less and less sense. It's like, yeah, like let's get angry about Fred VanVleet not being the fifth injury replacement. It's like, okay.
0: Ah, autoplay
2: videos. I hate CBS.com. I love our friend James Herbert, but God, CBS is terrible for pop-ups. Anyway, uh... I lost the roster now because of that. Anyway, there's no Raptors on this team. What is your opinion on none of the five young Raptors being on this team? Because, like, I get it to a certain extent. None of them are, like, super sexy. None of them are, like, carrying high usages for the team. I think Fred VanVleet's the highest scorer, like, eight points a game. Like, a lot of these guys are really freaking good. I mean, Joel Embiid's in this game for some reason. Uh, Jamal Murray's, like, excellent. He's got a high usage rate for Denver. He's been a big part of their success. Donovan Mitchell, obviously, is carrying the Jazz pretty much by himself, along with Rudy Gobert. Like, the guys in this game, it makes sense that they're in this game. The Raptors guys, like I don't even know who you would pick among them as like the the guy you would say like yeah he should be in the game above everyone else on the team. So I think it was just kind of like they're cannibalizing each other's votes. I know it's not like a voting thing, but I feel like the indecision that those guys must create is probably the reason they're not on the team, even though maybe they should be.
3: Yeah, I'm just looking at this like I've got they've got a breakdown with all the stats out. I mean, just looking at. Raw, they're probably the voters or whoever decided. Just look at the raw numbers. Honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, even guys, you'd be like, hey, the, the uh, one of the rappers should be in over this guy, like Tarion Prince or Dylan Brooks. Like Tarion has twelve and five, Dylan Brooks nine and three. So I get from that perspective, you know, it's uh, I'm sure you can tell uh, people don't even put a lot of thought into their all actual All Star voting. I'm sure the rookie, uh, the rising stars game is going to be even worse in that regard. Mm. But yeah, like with the Raptors, I mean, it is definitely a little outlandish that none of them uh, made it. I mean, there's you can't argue that any one of them should be def- definitively in, but it's also surprising that they didn't get one person in. But I guess here you don't get um, uh, rising star stars appearances based on team success, unlike the actual All Star game.
2: Yeah. I think with the, I, would, I would have sorry. said OG
3: would have been the most uh, like logical candidate in terms of people that other people would have uh, recognized and actually voted in.
2: Yeah, I think I'm with you. I, I think uh, it'd be Pascal, OG, or Pertle who would probably have the inside track because like the Team USA team is pretty stacked. Like it's really good. Oh. There's not many guys you can really quibble with. Maybe De'Aaron Fox aren't. Maybe his numbers aren't really what you know you want from. I think, like, his numbers is very comparable to Fred VanVleet, for example. Like, John Collins has been pretty good for the Hawks, so I don't really see him being the odd man out. Like, all those guys have a very good case to be there. With the world roster, it's a little trick- trickier. So, like, I think with Siakam being from Cameroon, Pirtle from Austria, and uh, OG from England, like, I think any one of those guys could have had a case over, like, Frank Nielakina, for example. But is on the um, Knicks, but again, yep. like he's not putting up the numbers that either of those guys are, and the Knicks are a 22-win team, and the Raptors are already at 41 and 16. Um, and then like Dylan, Brooks, I, d- I
3: definitely think these are just based on raw raw yeah, production. That's all the voters this would have
2: looked at. It has to be, and like Dylan Brooks, I guess would be the like the very uh-huh. obvious one. But even uh-huh. he's been like a useful and like kind of prominent player on a
3: very crappy team. Um, yeah. So like I get it. Nine, nine points, three rebounds, 45 and 37 yeah. uh, shooting splits.
2: Yeah, like he's not any great shakes, but he's, I mean, it's hard to quibble. He, he'd be He's one of the lone Canadians on the team, so I'm happy with that, I guess. Well, I just don't think Joel Embiid should be in it. I think if you're an All-Star, you should not be in it and give the spot to someone else, really.
3: Yeah. Like, do the Sixers I mean, want
2: him playing in this game?
3: <laughs> uh, probably not, let's be real, but he might, uh, who, who coaches these? It's like the top assistant from the uh, teams that get the actual All-Star game coaches. Oh, but. I don't know. Is it that? I think it used to be that. Okay. Um, So, I mean, it would be, who's the raptor, Or maybe they'll send Jerry Stackhouse in, right?
2: Uh, it's probably, like, Rex Kalamian or Nick Nurse then, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. And then who's yeah, the Rockets whoever, guys. Uh,
3: is it the Rockets coach? Yeah. This year? Yeah. Yeah. I guess Bizdelic? I, I don't know if that's how you say his name.
2: Yeah, it's something like that.
3: I, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's, I, I gotta say, I have not researched who is coaching the Rising Stars game. Uh, at all so Dude, these
3: are the big questions like you need to be doing your background <laughs> work
2: on this so who wins this lack, game? Of prepara- lack of preparation shows oh yeah obviously who wins this game because <laughs> as i mentioned the u.s roster is pretty deep but i think the world roster probably has like the top end talent with murray simmons sarich and b like they're they're pretty loaded in terms of like their best five i think um if we're taking this as a serious game in which uh they care all uh, very much who are you taking to win
3: Hmm. I mean, I'd go world just because I feel like Ben Simmons is someone who's definitely. Even though I don't think Embiid will play a ton, yeah, you still got Ben Simmons in there. Sarge, I mean, there's chemistry with their them as well. and Then Jamal Murray, you know, Jamal Murray has been very, very uh, good this year and fun to watch. And yeah. Laurie, I guess you know. Oh, yeah. He's, he's...
2: I forgot about Laurie Uh, yeah, I um. I think it'll be the world as well. Even if Embiid doesn't play. Like, Simmons has this weird all-star chip on his shoulder, so I'm sure he'll try to put up crazy numbers. Like, he's probably my pick to win MVP. Mm-hmm. He'll probably just, like, try to go for, like, 25 assists or something like that. Just to be like, yep. I should have been an all-star. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to complain about it forever. Yeah, i an all-star. Like, maybe shoot a three, Ben Simmons, and maybe we'll talk. Uh, so, wait,
3: with the uh, injury replacements on the U.S. team, was Fox and...
2: I think Prince, I throw, oh, Fox, and Prince. Okay. Yeah.
3: Prince was an injury. Okay. Okay. Huh?
2: Yeah. Because uh, yeah, Lonzo's hurt, and is it Brogdon, the other one who's out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So
3: I can see why Raptors fans, you know, would be aggressively angry about this when they're on the uh, in their off time when they're taking a break from being mad at ESPN for ignoring them in favor of the Celtics.
2: <laughs> hey, man, I. I've fallen into it this season because I think it's kind of gotten to, like, troll-level ignorance of the Raptors. Um, Uh, Like, that graphic they posted last night. (laughs) Like, Uh, What's the finals going to be? Like, I don't really care because, like, just listen to the podcast and you'll get your Raptors coverage. Like, you don't need that ESPN. Like, click on this more. Um but yeah, it's gotten to a point where it's kind of ridiculous. Just considering the Raptors have like double the net rating of the Celtics, and they've there are
3: three they're three losses ahead of second place. Like that is yeah, it's that's like wild to Think about
2: yeah, and like the Celtics had a 16 game winning streak at one point, and they're still behind. Like it, it, the Raptors should definitely be be getting talked about more. But like also, Torian Prince is like the best player on the Hawks, so like none of the Raptors can claim that. And yes, the Hawks are a terrible trash fire, but like. You know, I understand Torian Prince getting the nod, and I understand De'Aaron Fox getting the nod, because they both might be the best players in their respective teams, and that's not the Raptors guys' fault. I mean, they're just all... It's more of a... Like, if you could just throw a unit on there, like, yeah, throw all five of them on a team. Like, they should be a third team. That would be really fun, with Norm Powell as the sixth man and Bebe coming off the bench or whatever, but uh, that's not how it's going to work, but like... uh, the, the, it, I understand there's not the individual sort of gravitas of any one player and again it's really hard to pick one guy out of those bunch so I'm fine with it I'm picking the the world team to win and I'm picking Ben Simmons to go off because he has a weird chip on his shoulder about it so uh, who do you have for MVP?
3: MVP? Uh, yeah I guess i go Simmons as well
2: Yeah, Jamal Murray yeah. won it last year right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I think he did yeah uh, Did he? I have yeah he catch. definitely did I, I read that like an hour ago when I was looking stuff up all right, nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go because to. I can't
3: be. I can't be criticizing you for not doing background work, then, <laughs> huh?
2: Well, it's part of being Canadian to know when your players win uh, mm-hmm. very marginal honors. Um, all right, let's go to Saturday night. Look at the uh, right. things here. I did a podcast yesterday with Mitch Robson. We did like a fantasy draft of all the Saturday night events and players, um, but we can dive into it here. The skills challenge. I don't know what the hell the format's going to be. It changes every year, and it's always like there's always week like one glaring issue with the skills challenge format. Like if you just didn't have that, it'd be significantly better. But I'm expecting there to be one glaring flaw, like the if you miss three passes, you can just keep going with your you know your your obstacle course, and it doesn't matter. Like that's silly to me. Um, yeah, but it's bigs. On Has anyone bigs. ever
3: gamed that? Like where they just whip three balls as quickly as they can?
2: I think that did, like, it, it must up. have happened. Like I I think so. But either way, I it's. I thought
3: last year. Was what is uh, was last year when they had Bigs versus Smalls, and it was who was a boogie hug was hugging someone.
2: Uh, that was yeah. two years ago in Toronto. They did Bigs versus Smalls, and okay, so Boogie hugged be, Towns when Towns boogie. won.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah, maybe last year was Beverly.
2: Yeah, I don't honestly don't remember. I don't think I watched last year's. To be honest, so mm. I'm not the best person to ask. But uh, this year's skills challenge, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Andre Drummond's replacing Kristaps porzingis uh, Lou Williams, your boy. Al Horford, Joel Embiid, who's just in everything this weekend. He's going to get hurt at some point, probably. Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, and Larry Markinen. This is fun. I like this this field. It's like a lot of guys carrying over from the rookie game, but that's that's fine. Uh, it's a really good niche. Yeah. Do you like the bigs versus smalls format? Do you think it's discriminatory against mediums?
3: Um, I mean, I don't mind it, you know I'm not I mean, I'm a size medium myself When it comes to shirts So I do empathize with them A little bit But <laughs> You know, I, th- I think they'll live It's nice to see Spencer Dinwiddie Getting rewarded, by the way For his uh, Whoever started the Get him into the All-Star Game Campaign I mean, I guess this is As good of a consolation prize As you can get You know, yeah. Skills Challenge is Another one of those marquee events At All-Star Weekend
2: Yeah Yeah, I uh... <sighs> Yeah, marquee events <laughs> yeah I miss the shooting stars I, I wish that was in place at the skills challenge no. most of the time that was really fun I Chris Bosh they retired
3: but, it because of Chris Bosh
2: yeah um
3: like my it was like my high school fantasy football league you know everyone <laughs> just folds after peers you know just they don't want to they don't want to challenge him anymore
1: <laughs> it'd uh, be
3: great if they had just like if they had it reinstituted and then they could have brought Bosh out as a surprise
2: yeah that's know? like how he makes his return
3: hmm <laughs> be great, a fantastic theater.
2: He signs a contract with the Raptors at center court afterwards. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. Um, so Carter
3: watches on glumly from the
2: sidelines. <laughs> oh, man, so many reunions that aren't going to happen, but I really wish they would. Uh, so looking at, the like, you're the police if you root for a small guy to win, right? Like, you have to go for the bigs yeah. here. Uh, who do Even, you like? From oh, the,
3: I guess not Al Horford, though, you know? Yeah. No, but I, I enjoy Al Horford and all, but... You know he's not someone that you root for as a big. No, you he's, gotta root for Andre Drummond.
2: Yeah, he's not gonna win though because he's not gonna hit the three. There's no goddamn way he's gonna hit the three. He's taken 25 threes he in his he career. He's taken twenty five threes in his career and made five. There's no way. I don't like. I don't think he's got. It. I think it's Lowry. I, I'm I'm taking Lowry to win this. It's
3: a good call. I think the um, finals
2: gonna be Jamal against Lowry. Uh hmm and then,
3: I'm gonna put my money on Buddy, because I feel like it's never someone you expect.
2: Oh, who's Buddy Healed in for? Um Oh he's replacing Mitchell because Mitchell's in the dunk contest now. I'm looking at the original uh, okay. post on Espionation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Donovan Mitchell's in the dunk contest. Buddy Healed is in the skills. That's right. Um,
3: oh, yeah. shoot, I just realized Will also got the Dinwiddie treatment here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, Lou Williams should have been in the three-point contest, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, hmm. you're not taking Lou to win this.
3: Uh, he could, but you know, doesn't I don't pass know how enough. much he actually, how, how much he's actually like you know caring about this. Maybe he'll sandbag it as a protest for getting left out of the All-Star game. <laughs> he'll so
2: more, uh, he'll take his
3: more th- likable Willard, in in my opinion.
2: <laughs> he'll take his three passes at the thing, and then he, if he misses the third, he'll kill. Just keep going until he gets one, but won't at a protest. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Oh, right. These are brackets as well, right? They're not, I yeah. They're, like, yeah. They're not time for
2: Yeah, are. it's a bracket. I'm going to take guess, uh, Jamal against Lowry in the final. I'm going to say Markin wins.
3: Mm-hmm. I guess we could always, like, try and guess what the bracket, like, what the matchups will be.
2: Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who would be the one seed in the small side?
3: Um. Okay. Oh, shoot. I just left that bait. True or the smalls again. It's Lou, Dinwiddie, uh, Murray, and Heald, right? So it's, yeah. Lou Will is the one seed. Um. I'd say, Dinwiddie's a four-seed, so then it'd then be Buddy and Jamal.
2: Yeah, that's fair. And then on the other side, I'd say Horford's probably the very boring one-seed. He's Duke being a one-seed. You don't um,
3: think they're they're going to give it to Embiid? I mean, there's a chance just out of, like, you know... Just
2: out of superstardom, yeah. I, I still think it'll be Horford just because, like, he's the skillsy guy. He's uh, mm-hmm. As long as that's there's true. a... I wonder if they have to set a screen at any point during this thing to really show off Al Horford's abilities. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, like, give him the ball at that's the elbow. True. And have to find a shooter on the on the weak side.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking at these previous brackets now to see if that holds up. Last year's Boogie and Kristaps uh, and AD and Jokic. So I guess that, that would checks been, out. I think. Yeah, yeah. Boogie, AD, Jokic, Kristaps. Because you know Jokic's profile didn't get that high. Yeah. The year before, looks like Draymond, Towns, Boogie, and AD. I mean, so yeah, that also checks out. Cat would have been fourth as a rookie. Yeah. They would give it. Okay, so if they gave it to Draymond as one. They're going to give it probably to you know Horford here.
2: Yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, Look
3: at this slew thing we're doing here.
2: Yeah, and I think the I mean Drummond has to be the the four seed, so it'll be Horford, Drummond, Embiid, Markin, and I think probably.
3: Mm. Yeah. Well, you don't think there? I mean, I feel like it seems like just seniority comes into play here a little bit. Yeah. Or it looks like the I mean the rookies seem to get slotted last.
2: Drummond's bad at shooting though, and most most skills. I that's want,
3: true yeah I that's true like him. he's he's, I mean, he's the injury replacement
2: that, that like I don't know I don't see huh. him getting a high seating here I'm still gonna stand by it. Jamal against Markin in the final and Markin wins what do you got
3: I say Drummond I say Drummond upsets Horford um i trying to think if yeah but I don't know if he'll make it out of the big bracket though mm. he'll get stuck to whoever comes out of Laurie and Embiid
2: Drummond upsetting Horford would be delicious I'm very much hoping that happens
0: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Let's move on to the three-point contest. Um, uh, I the of boring a... events now. What's that, sorry? I <laughs>
3: said it's the boring events now. The
2: three-point yeah. contest is boring. I don't think it's good. Everyone is crazy for, oh, make it the last event of the day. No, it sucks. It's not good. It's boring. It's the home run derby, but a little shorter. Um...
3: It's I think not, the last round can be interesting. The last or, round can be
2: fun if there's like a close thing, but like it's not particularly. It's just the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I
3: think you have to like sit through a couple of just rounds of just people shooting before getting to where there's any stakes. Like even in the exactly, first round, where yeah. Someone has to hit a certain benchmark. Exactly.
2: Uh, so it's Devin Booker, Wayne Ellington, Paul George, Bradley Beal, Clay Thompson, Tobias Harris, Kyle Lowry, and Eric oh. Gordon. Uh, why is Kyle Lowry in this? this is my first question. I mean I guess he wanted to redeem himself from the six points he put up last year and honestly as a Raptors fan going into this if Kyle comes out of it without a debilitating wrist injury that requires surgery and six months on the sh- six weeks on the shelf it's a success so like, it really can't get worse than last year's did but I wish he would just not do it <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, Tobias Harris, your Clippers boy here are you uh, are you putting your money on him to win?
3: uh probably not. No. I'm not going to lie, you know, as well, I've watched more of the Raptors than the Clippers recently, <laughs> or probably probably for the whole season, if we're being honest, but don't tell anyone, any Clippers fans they are listening to this.
2: Only Lucas, probably, as he mm-hmm. studies up for his next trivia matchup.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm his life coach, so he can't say much about much to me.
2: <laughs>
3: um
2: yeah, I don't know. Like, it's hard to pick. I mean, Clay Thompson just feels like such a favorite here that like it feels boring, but also kind of smart to pick him to win. He's won it before. I mean, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon won it last year, but he's not shooting as well this season as he has in the past. And Thompson's stroke is just so quick and pure. It's very Lee Ellisy. He's just like it feels like he kind of has the inside track here. But are, is there someone that you're looking at as a potential dark horse to upset Clay?
3: Um, actually, I. You know i'd keep an eye out for wayne ellington you know he probably yeah. just gets the the only person in here who might be really inspired to give a shit because it's like his chance to get some recognition because everyone here i just, depending on how you feel about device Harris, like maybe he also could have some of that going on but otherwise they're all stars most of them are in some of them are in the all-star game or like eric gordon defending champ so you know there's not going to be as much incentive i guess you know they might just be there for the fun of it mm mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: so I'm looking... I wish they
3: gave JJ Redick a shot to redeem himself from when he was in there a few years ago. He made half of them like his foot was on the line, and that's why he couldn't get to the second round because of that. Right, it was a very Clippers, very Clippers thing to do, even in the three-point shootout.
2: <laughs> Josh Smith goes in and kicks your kicks JJ's ass in the final.
3: Oh man! Yeah.
2: Um. So I'm looking right now at the graphic from the TNT. It's like the screen grab from the when they announced it on the broadcast on SB Nation. And oh. something very strange has come to my attention. So all of the players, they're kind of arranged in uh, behind Clay. Clay's sort of front and center, and everyone's arranged behind him sort of uh, in like a triangle sort of deal. Uh, and the, they're all in their white jerseys. Kyle Lowry is like randomly in front of Tobias Harris and Eric Gordon, not at all in this sort of V formation that... The rest of everyone is sort of arranged in. And he's wearing his red jersey. I wonder if there was like a last second replacement. Like I wonder if they didn't have the Kyle. The coloring looks different too. Yeah, I wonder if they had like someone other than Kyle in there. And then, I don't know, Kyle called the league office and said, hey, I need to redeem myself. Or perhaps mm. like they had, I don't know, Fred Van Vliet in there. But then they were like, no, no Raptors, <laughs> no young Raptors allowed. So we'll just superimpose Kyle over top of where Fred Van Because like Van Vliet's kind of short. He could maybe fit in behind where uh, Harris and Gordon are on this picture. Yeah. Um, but they just, like, plopped Lowry in front. Maybe Isaiah Thomas was there. He's just hiding oh. completely behind Kyle Lowry's picture here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right. They didn't even have to, like, try make any fancy stuff to shop him out. They just put a bigger guy on top of him. Yeah. Um, but it looks like Devin Booker got – well, he's all the way in the left corner, but they shoved Wayne Ellington behind him. Yeah. So him and Paul George uh, – Devin Booker and Paul George are even, and Wayne Ellington is behind them. But that, you know. Maybe you know Wayne Ellington is not a big name guy. You know the photographers aren't taking photos from him all the time, so maybe the only hat is what looks like a media day photo to work with.
2: And maybe they were just like tall guys in the back, and Wayne Ellington's mm-hmm. slightly taller than Devin Booker, even with Devin Booker's uh, extra couple inches from hair. Like the Lowry yeah. thing, like you're. I'm not crazy, right? This seems weird.
3: It definitely no it definitely does. Like it also yeah. Everyone else is in white home jerseys. Lowry's in the road.
2: Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I need to look into this. It's strange. Uh, there, There's some sort of nefarious something going on I'm, underneath this. I'm
3: opening this image in a new tab and zooming in on it. Enhancing.
2: <laughs> yeah. it's like There's like a little... Uh, like next to Lowry's right arm, there's like a little dark spot. I don't know if that's just Lowry's... It doesn't look like Lowry's hand. And it doesn't look it's like it's... There it's a be, weird
3: shadowing. Yeah, like there should be gray a space outline there along his left or right arm. Yeah, go up looking by Tobias Harris's S. Yeah,
2: but there's no, there's no, not, really similar spacing between any of the other players. So I'm curious what yeah. that little thing is. It's a uh, there's
3: like a weird uh, blending in between Lowry's shoulder there and Tobias Harris's.
2: Yeah, this is highly peculiar, peculiar to me. Um, this is the important this stuff. This goes up.
3: This goes straight to the highest levels.
2: I, th- I think so I don't know I don't know what the motivation for this is, but I'm definitely gonna tweet out a screenshot of this and, yes uh, yeah. attach
3: it to the podcast pick or whatever the post when you put it on your website yeah uh, yeah, and I mean Larry is put in there looking taller than pretty much everyone else except Paul George as well
2: yeah mm-hmm. I don't know something sums up yeah he does look yeah he looks strangely tall he's 5 foot 11
3: alright so maybe maybe that wasn't Isaiah Thomas back there made for someone taller who <laughs> <laughs> did anyone get hurt right before the all-star thing came out
2: uh I mean Kevin Love maybe
3: hmm I think yeah, yeah there's no Cavs on here so. well Kevin
2: Love was yeah he, he made the team but I don't know if he might have gotten hurt before they announced who was participating something's up here. Either way, uh, we gotta go to the last thing here because I gotta go to work shortly. Uh, the dunk contest. No Aaron Gordon, he's been replaced by um, Donovan Ch- Mitchell, yep. Dennis Smith, mm. Jr., Larry Nance, and Victor Oladipo. I don't need Victor Oladipo in the dunk contest again. He. Oh, we didn't really pick winners for the three-point contest. I'm, t- I'm just gonna take Clay because it's boring. But like, Clay versus Ellington in the final seems like a thing to me.
3: Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna go Gordon and on. Who is it again? Clay, Gordon, and Lowry.
2: I would love so much for Kyle Lowry to win. To overcome this strange conspiracy, to overcome what happened last year, to not injure his wrist while doing it, it would be a really great redemption story, and very much in tune with this entire Raptors season. So I'm here Actually, for that. But
3: the rumors, you know how the, the rumors are going to be. People are going to be saying, it's rigged, you know? They put Lowry in as a ringer or something, you know, they he got himself in sort of last minute, some yeah. you get the... But... You you can uh, face that when it comes, you know?
2: Yeah. Maybe there's, like, some thing where he's already taped his, like, they've already filmed his shooting, like, and they're just going to CGI, like, a crowd in around him. Um, his, ball's gonna, gonna and, filled, uh, his ball's
3: going to be filled, his ball's going to have tiny magnets in them. Yeah. And they're going to bring out a different rim for him. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. the shots are just going to roll in. <laughs> and, like, He's yeah, the, the broadcast, the there'll be like
2: a it. slight little blip in the broadcast where they'll flip over to the pre taped Kyle Lowry three point contest where he puts up 28 points <laughs> and they'll flip it back. Obviously, Kevin Harlan and the crew is in on it. Mm
3: hmm.
2: Yeah. I don't even know where we're going with this anymore. but uh, Maybe
3: there, maybe this is repay, the media repaying uh, Toronto for how much they've slighted them in coverage this season. <laughs> it worked out to deal.
2: Yeah, it's an ESPN-sponsored... Um, uh, we need to get Adam hopes. Silver
3: on a uh, guesting on this next podcast, you do.
2: I think that's realistic, so uh, mm-hmm. stay tuned, folks. Uh, dunk Contest. Aaron Gordon, not in it. Donovan Mitchell replacing him. De- Dennis Mitchell, Victor Oladipo, Larry Nance... I don't think Larry Nance's dunks are going to translate very well because I just think he dunks over dudes without much sort of flair or pizzazz. It's just sort of power, and I don't think his dunks are going to look as cool when there's not a dude getting, you know, humiliated underneath him. Thoughts?
3: Hmm. Well, he could always bring out a dude to get humiliated. Um, I know this is a long shot. My Dark Horse is his dad. Dunks over his dad.
2: That would be fun. That would be really cool. I don't know if, like, that seems dangerous. I don't know how old his dad he is. It. He
3: seems to, he seems to respect his dad too much. Like I just saw a story about how his dad is tra- desperately trying to get him to his son to take his number. in like, yeah. Cleveland, even though like retired, but Larry's like, no, I don't, I don't want to do it out of respect to you. So there's no way he dunks on his dad. Then rule that out.
2: My dream, and obviously it'd be like much more thematic if Giannis was in the dunk contest. But I want someone to put on a Tim Hardaway Jr. jersey, and replicate the dunk over Tim Hardaway Jr. Maybe just pull out Tim Hardaway Jr. and just have like uh, I don't know who would have, uh, none of these guys are like really big, but like have uh, yeah maybe have Larry Nance just dunk over a dude wearing a Tim Hardaway Jr. in the jersey in the same fashion in which Giannis dunked over Tim Hardaway Jr. in a game.
3: Pull someone out of the skills challenge, I'd say. And yeah, yeah.
2: Pull out Lowry and, and then just yeah.
3: Yeah. Or get <laughs> Din, or get Dinwiddie. You know, he's the youngest guy that you know. They're. He's just going to be picked
2: on by everyone. Yeah. we just pull up uh, Neil Aquina from from Rising Stars. He's already got the Knicks jersey <laughs> on. Yeah. I love it. He was yes.
3: like, he
2: was there in the house. He knows where exactly mm-hmm. to stand. Um,
3: All right. So who's your uh, who's your favorite here for the dunk contest?
2: I think Dennis Smith Jr.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it seems like he a really seems like he cares about it the most. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think Oladipo like his. He didn't impress me. He had a cool three sixty dunk when he did it before, but that was it. Like he only had the one dunk. He did
3: one uh, recently in in game, I think. I mean, it was like on a like fast like total fast break where you know you could just like yeah. kind of walk up to the hoop and do it. But
2: right,
3: I think he has a combination of creativity and power. You now I still think about the one uh, alley half court alley in college that he almost had, Right. like just a massive tomahawk and just bounced off the back of the rim.
2: I need him not to sing again.
3: Mm-hmm. That would be good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't... Or, or pick pick something better to sing to.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Maybe uh, my choice here. Recreate the... Bring out someone who is the Tyra Banks of today and just recreate Kobe's rap <laughs> from, what is it, 2000 or whatever. Exact same lyrics and all.
2: That's an idea. It's certainly, oh. a, certainly an idea. Um, I mean, it's in
3: LA, so the Mambo will probably be in attendance... Oh god. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be uh insufferable.
2: Just but. nauseating, yeah. Um I what are you what are your thoughts on uh on Donovan Because I feel uh, like he like kinda like Nance, like good in game dunker. I don't know if he has like the sort of flair. Mm. I feel like Dennis I'm, Smith on a bad team has just been able to like workshop shit and practice all season long.
3: That's true. Donovan Mitchell was a last was a later replacement too. So I don't know if he's yeah he uh, have any much ideas. You no, know? and the you know, Jazz don't really seem to have anyone who be there to like give him good dunk ideas and stuff. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if Joe Ingle is going to be coaching Donovan <laughs> on how dunk, like it's not happening here. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So you taking yeah, so, Dennis Smith too?
3: Um, I'm taking Oladipo honestly. You right. know? I'm Giving him a chance of redemption.
2: Fair enough. You know, he's
3: learned... He's he's come so far since, what is it, 2014 or 2015? Yeah. You know, if, if he if he can be an actual all-star now and, like, ditch being a bad player, he can also ditch the singing and whatever shtick that messed him up last time.
2: Yeah, I, maybe he's learned the veteran experience. Um,
3: mm-hmm. Don't discount that.
2: I'm kind of happy Aaron Gordon's not in it again, just because, like, how much more stuff can he really have? Yeah. I mean... Like, why tarnish a, a beautiful... I mean, he already kind of did it last season. He wasn't bad last year, but he was not 2015 or 2016. I
3: think... Um, well, I hope they bring him back next year. Well, I mean, assuming Levine is healthy again next year, they bring them both back.
2: That would be cool for, like, the three-peat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. but yes. uh, Although,
3: they're probably going to do some dumb shit to mess up the dunk contest, like make it a tag team thing instead of, like, uh, by conference. And they're uh... going to pair them up together.
2: I hated the stupid team dunk contest that robbed Terrence Ross of his title defense. It's garbage. Hm. Trash. Uh, on that note... Speaking, th- sorry, go ahead.
3: Speaking of like Raptors in the dunk contest, I guess, uh, I remember Blake Murphy wrote a piece this week of going, throwing it back to 2011, Yes, and since you've got two current Raptors in that dunk contest, what are your... Just quick thoughts on that. I just, uh, I don't want to keep it too long.
2: Yeah, no, read the piece from Blake Murphy on Up Rocks, Uh Excellent on the 2011 dunk contest. DeMar's first dunk was just, it was Zach Levine-esque, like uh, in terms of the athleticism and in terms of just like the smoothness with, with, with which he did it, the height that he got on it. Uh, it was really great. And then Ibaka, yeah, I think Blake is totally right in saying Ibaka got robbed for people not thinking that biting the, the stuffed animal off the rim was like impressive or anything. That, that's significantly more impressive than Gerald Green blowing out the candle, I think. Like I this. just remember
3: hating that kid he had out, out there. I mean, I know, it was just a little kid, and you know he seemed like a cute kid. He was like five years old, but some, <laughs> and I don't hate kids normally, but something that that guy just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know, it was like the leather jacket, the whole greaser look he was going for. It's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want this kid to be happy. I don't want Ibaka to make this kid happy.
2: The only young kids I hate on a basketball court are the ones who th- sing the anthem they are miserable like anytime there's a choir singing the anthem I am out of there um, yeah. but no th- actually my favorite part of that kid is like Cheryl Miller just like manhandling him <laughs> just like <laughs> just like whipping him around like a little doll uh, so
3: it was a great dunk contest I mean it was I just was. will stand by JaVel got robbed like JaVel got robbed. Obaka's
2: free throw line components. dunk is so slept on. Like a 7-footer yeah. should not be able to do that. And it was like a legitimate free throw line dunk. Like the maybe the most free throw line dunk that's ever been done.
3: Like, yeah, and that uh I remember just looking watching the one that where he had to duck his head under the backboard while dunking it over yeah. his shoulder. That was and then like, you know, the two hoops at once like that. Just unbelievable stuff, man. I yeah. was really disappointed like I want cuz I thought DeAndre had something like that in him too, mm-hmm. and he just did not seem to come prepared. Last season,
2: you know? Yeah, I also think another underrated big guy dunk is. Uh, I mean, I didn't like Dwight Howard's dunk contest and the one that he won on, where he like threw it into the net. Like that, that that's not a dunk. Um, mm-hmm. But the one where he put the sticker up on the backboard, that was pretty damn cool.
3: Mm-hmm. Right, right, he put it like almost at the top, right? Yeah,
2: he just like reached up as far as he could, and it was like a sticker with his face on it, like smiling, mm-hmm. and a stupid Dwight face. But like, I thought that was cool. It's like the most endearing Dwight's ever been.
3: Yeah. All right, so should we move on to the actual All Star game? How much time we have left?
2: Oh, I forgot that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't really care about the All Star game. I think Kyle oh. and Demar are going to be uh, kind of an integral part of Team Steph because I don't think Team Steph. I think LeBron's team is like loaded with gunners that are going to shoot for MVP, and I think there's going to be some strife there between KD and and Russ and Kyrie. Like I don't think they're gonna. I think Team Steph's going to win because it's going to be more cohesive. Um, I agree. I yeah. felt that
3: way like even when the rosters first came out. But yeah. unfortunately we're gonna see the Team LeBron injuries used like Cavs fans were after twenty fifteen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If, if, if only <laughs> Kevin Love and John Wall and <laughs> Christoph Porzingis and whoever the other guy is were healthy.
2: Yeah, this is gonna severely tarnish the reputation of oh, LeBron hookies, James.
3: Uh, oh
2: boy. Um, yeah, I don't really particularly oh, care about the All Star game on. itself.
3: Do you think sorry? now just on the note do you think boogie was the guy in the three-point shootout photo
2: oh that could be no i don't think they would put him in actually Mm. yeah that seems unrealistic to me yeah yeah the the bigs kind of are discriminated against in in the three-point contest they don't really get to be in it all that much they should be more
3: like one in right yeah it's like no and you know he's he's been fun this year He's, like, been shooting enough threes that he'd probably get some notice. Yeah. be like, oh, let's put him in there.
2: I just want a three-point contest with all bad shooters.
3: Mm, I think that'd be
2: far more compelling. Just get, like...
3: Who would you put in there? Just Your top three picks. Run through them.
2: Like Lance Stevenson.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, Andre Drummond. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Oh, boy. Ben Simmons. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Force force him to take a three.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I go Andre Roberson, yes. assuming he's healthy here. Um, who else? Tony Dwight Allen. Dwight Although I think that might just be unwatchable in a bad way. Yeah. Dwight in there, And I'm sorry, man. Pascal.
2: That's great. I'm down for Pascal. That's fine. He's very bad at three-point shooting. It's still fun when he does it. fun, huh? <laughs> All right, man. I got to get going. got back
3: in the paint to get his own miss. Yeah. Before realizing he can't do that.
2: Yeah. I'm sorry i got to cut this short. This has been really fun. But it's I okay. have to go uh, do some PA hey, for some events. local university basketball. So uh, Yeah.
3: We got the Celeb Game. We got the Skills Challenge. Yeah. What else do you need to hear, We're
2: doing guys? the important things. Um, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, Aditya, do you have anything you want to plug right now?
3: Um, just Clips Nation. Um, shout out to Lucas Hahn, Robert Blom, uh, our podcast our podcast, you know, Locked on Clippers and The Lob, the Jam, the podcast. Clip Na- Clips Nation SBN on Twitter. You can follow me at Browns of the Night. I'm like locked right now for job reasons, but, you know, I'll accept follows <laughs> or won't look at them for two weeks and forget about it. By the way, you guys, you'll win. So, Fair. what about you? You got anything to plug that you haven't already plugged on your own podcast? Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, not really. Podcasts, uh, if you're in the greater Hamilton area, come see McMaster basketball tonight or tomorrow. That'll be fun. They're, re- they're really good right now. They've won four in a row. They're going to make the OUA West playoffs. That's fun for everybody. Uh, other than that, yeah, that's about it. Uh, I'll be back again next week. There'll be another trivia episode coming up on Monday. I'm thinking Monday or Tuesday. There's a holiday on Monday, so I'm not sure exactly how I'm going to work around that, but there'll be another trivia episode coming very soon. Uh, where I think Lucas is actually going to be up pretty soon for his second round matchup after somehow all winning right. in the first round. Um,
3: Let me know when uh, he goes so I can root against him.
2: Yeah, for sure. He's up hey, against Josh you know. Lewenberg, who's a goddamn juggernaut, so there's no way he's he's getting out of the second round. But it was a nice story while it lasted. Uh, a little and, Cinderella
3: run right there. Yeah,
2: and until then, you can subscribe to, rate, review the podcast on iTunes, leave a rating, all that good stuff. It takes no time at all, and it's very helpful. It makes us more popular. It strokes my ego. All the stuff I've said... Two hundred and seventy-nine times already before on this podcast. Uh, Aditya, thanks for coming on, man, and enjoy All Star, enjoy All Star weekend, everybody. It's uh, it's certainly a thing. We'll talk to you next week with another episode of Lockdown. Rapids. Go
3: Team Clippers!
0: <laughs> hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.